0: Well, I hope we're on the air. I never got any feedback that the that game thing was live. Hey, Brandon, are you there?
1: I'm here, man. I'm here. Oh
0: man, man, <laughs> hold on. Let me let me go back to my professional Hey, welcome to Randall and Stretch the Chain. This is That's your right. Thursday night football preparation and your Thursday night reality check in college football. It's a new show. We're here to have some fun. We're here to have some laughs. Somewhere along that way tonight, we're going to get joined by our special guest. You know, I, Brandon, I deal with two lawyers every Tuesday night. I didn't know I was going to have them on Thursday.
1: Ruby Davis. Well, go ahead. Go
2: ahead. No. no, I was
1: just saying, no, it's, it's, uh, it's a handful you got there for sure. And we just wanted to kind of continue a little bit of what, what happened on Tuesday, so.
0: There you go. Robbie Davis just says, Y'all are on YouTube. Eh. 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 Hey, Robbie, how you like my camo? Robbie will be joining us here in a few minutes. And uh, I don't know how we're getting replies from YouTube, but it works for me right now.
1: Yeah. Uh, Also,
0: this, Brendan, we're going to go for an hour. We're leading right up to uh, about halfway through the hour, we'll get a kickoff on Thursday Night Football. But let's get. You got any thoughts on tonight's game? It really wasn't anything we're going to talk about, but it's a stinker kind of.
1: Kind of. To be honest, I like the over. I think it was at 40 and a half. Um, I just – I see Washington's defense here just kind of putting their foot down a little bit. Um, And I see a lot of kind of dump pass from – uh, Henneke on on Washington side, so I, I I think they they can still reach that over 40 and a half, but uh, who knows? It's the NFL, you know. This could be a ten to you know three game.
0: You know, so. I took um, DraftKings. I spent it two different ways. I played the Washington defense too, as my oh, captain, yeah. and then backed it up with Antonio Gibson, and then yeah. I threw a couple of giants in there. Cause Daniel Jones, one thing about it, he'll get it done with his legs. Uh, so sure. I think it's something like a 20 to, I think I, I I'm having a hard time putting the giants on more than two touchdowns. So really yeah. it depends on what, what Washington does, whether they hit the over or not.
1: Yeah. I just, I, I figured Washington would, would be somewhere around 24 points okay. or so. So. Yep.
0: Well, the first subject we're going to cover tonight, I, I got intrigued with this article this week, everybody. It's from ESPN. Uh, Ryan McGee, senior writer from ESPN, the not top 10, the bottom 10. The reason we were late getting on air because we're debating one of them. And when we get to number five, we're going to debate it a little more because when I read it, I assumed it was Nebraska. When you read it, you assumed it was
1: Tennessee, 1998. Yeah.
0: Then I read it again, and I thought, could this be Florida State? But we'll get there at number five. So let's start the bottom ten. The Disgrace. The River City Media Podcasting Football Teams. This first one pains my heart. Because a friend of mine's son is a wide receiver at UTEP. But UTEP checks in at number 10. You saw them play 0-5. Yeah, they're,
1: they're struggling. They're struggling. Um, um, go ahead.
0: I, I don't think they've won a game in like two years. That's what it's zero and 5 last year. God, I didn't realize they were that bad. And their name on here is – you tap it? You tip? I don't know. Yeah, I can't. Number nine, the Old Dominion, or Old Dominion, duh. (laughs) Uh, Coach left from Penn State, haven't won a game. October the 2nd, they take a trip – the, the thing says they lost the intercept. The only team to lost the inter scrimmage game. Uh, <laughs> n- <laughs> Number eight, the fighting butchers, Florida, uh, 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 Florida Atlantic. Oh, no, for, the FIU, Florida International. And I guess Butch Davis is head coach at Florida International.
1: I had no clue.
0: Huh. Number seven, no Bowling Green in Northern Illinois, by the way, of Akron. Uh, we'll stop there. The MAC, the first week, and the MAC used to be a good football conference. You are an Ohio sure. State fan. The MAC, Miami of Ohio, Bowling Green, I, at Akron, Northern Illinois. What has caused that conference to become so bad?
1: I think mean, it's just lack of recruiting. Obviously, um, I, I don't think they can compete whatsoever. Um, even with any of the other lower conferences, they just they they struggle year in year out, and it, it just it's not a really good product.
0: I remember when back not many years ago, when you opened with a MAC team, you had a real football game on your end. Tennessee played uh, Bowling Green about six or seven years ago over in Nashville, and, and they tried their best to lose to Bowling Green all night. I remember I remember my Ohio pulling some big upsets. It always seemed like Northern Illinois was sniffing around the top 25. That conference has went really far down. And it's interesting, Brandon. I, I was thinking about this one, and I wanted your opinion on it. Do you think it's because kids now that it's become more popular? If you're not going to play that high one A football like the Alabama or the South, Southern Cal or Tennessee or Ohio State or even Minnesota, it's more fun to maybe go one double A and play somewhere that's like a power, like Richmond or something like that. If you are being recruited, would you rather be two and ten at a one A school or at a power one double A school?
1: That's always the question, right? Uh, With these kids and, and, you know, the transfer transfer portal is opened and you see all this shifting around from second and third string players to uh, bigger schools or lesser schools and, and starting and and doing well. So I think it's just, you know, it's all about marketing and, and notoriety, like what, like, you, you got to do what's best for yourself to get noticed um, if you think you're that that kind of talent. Um, you, you've got to pick somewhere, whether it be a big game, you know, a max school versus somebody big, that you can actually get some kind of notoriety. Uh, I, I think that influences a lot of them. And now with the uh, NLIs, that's completely changes the game. So that – we're yet to see we're still young in that we're yet to see how that's going to affect everything. I think it's going to be a big deal.
0: So the next one really shocks me. You LM and I'm going to, I'm going I'm going to take a minute with this one. Louisiana Monroe beat Alabama in the early two thousands. Their offensive coordinator is now rich Rodriguez who in 2006 turned down Alabama. And then when Alabama was turned down by Rich Rodriguez, they hired a guy named Nick Saban. Their head coach is good old tater tot Terry Bowden from Auburn. If you had this staff in 2004, it would have been at USC or Notre Dame.
1: Yeah, high dollar. Uh,
0: how, how are, how, and, and Louisiana Lafayette just finished in the top 25. This is not only the school's bad, but these coaches are fell off the face of the earth.
1: Yeah, there. Again, it comes to recruiting. I mean, it, it's recruiting with these kids nowadays. Like you have to evolve. Like if you don't evolve with your recruiting tactics and and what you can offer, like obviously, saban has got a one way track to the NFL. Uh, there's those big name schools: Ohio State, um, USC, whatever. They've got one-way tracks straight to the NFL. You know, if you start here, you're going to get noticed. You're, you're probably going to be in the, you know, top three, five rounds of the draft pick. Um, you start struggling there when you when you don't have that avenue and you don't adapt to, you know, what people want kind of the new age recruiting.
0: Right, and it is really a different world. Robbie just said, and Robbie, I don't remember that. I I don't remember Mac football playing in the spring. I know one AA did, but I don't I don't remember I don't remember one A schools playing. Uh, so uh, I, I don't either. You, you check, we'll check that one. You'll be on here in a minute. We'll fact check that one. Here's the one. I'm gonna read the whole thing on this. The fifth spot. This coveted fifth spot goes to conferences now nearly down to a. Coveted five teams, a.k.a. the remaining members are of an alliance that is a titled the Big 12, but actually the Big 10, but not the Big 10. Even when everybody's wondering when they will eventually expand to 12 or 16, but they never did. So now it's up to college football version of the mall near you house. The big deal in the 90s, then the Sears Trophy winner, J.C. Penney's left. Now it's down to Chase King. Oh, my Lord, do we wish we could go back to the 90s. Very, battle, very bridled patterns and weird fluid court anchored by McDowell's. So I read that there's a bunch of teams from the 90s. But the first one that jumped out at you is Tennessee, wasn't it?
1: Okay, so I, I found the problem. We are looking at two different lists of the, the bottom 10. Um, so my number five just solely states
0: 1998 um okay well i might
1: have sent out the wrong one then hold on no that's okay the one you sent on our link that's that's the one i'm looking at that's why i was thinking 1998 because it said coveted fifth spot gets into marty mcfly's delorean goes back to 23 years um with the final AP oh. top 25 rankings by following four teams, Tennessee, Ohio State, Florida State, and Arizona. Over the weekend, they went a combined zero and four. All losses at home. Teams back in the 1998, they would have run over speed bumps in the Twin Pines Mall parking lot. So it's, it's a completely different list that I'm looking at than you are.
0: Yeah, and I think you have the right list, and
1: I think I screwed up here. Uh, uh, it's iron. All, I, all right all good i did a lot of homework on this one <laughs> so that's why i thought
0: 1998 was Tennessee. you do 19 number 10 on this list i got it now i had two bookmarks just right. mayhawks
1: yes yes i wasn't
0: gonna Play say L- anything ulem was on both lists so we can go through that one oh oh not state well that goes back to the mac Georgia State, not this up. that hurts, man. How's Georgia State on this list? Oh, Number six, man. UNLV. Yeah, let's talk about Georgia State. Didn't they beat at Tennessee at home about two years? Okay. Yeah. Mm. yeah. 1998. This coveted five spot in the McFly's DeLorean. And it goes back 23 years, the final poll. They were topped by four teams Tennessee, Ohio State. Florida State, Arizona. Over the weekend, they combined for an old four, all losses at home to teams back in the '98 that had run over like Twin Peaks Mall shopping. now the Titans are '98 are now combined two and six and headed into week three. Good Scott! I think that
1: encompasses. It, it encompasses all of us, Tennessee and yeah. Ohio State. You being don't belong the on
0: the list, dude. You don't belong. No, on it's that. all.
1: Oh, for sure, we do. What do you see? My top ten. Um, but uh yeah 1998 just reminds me of the Vols, you know. Just
0: I know putting I mean, that out
1: there.
0: I mean So you know the argument I had with a Florida State fan. Mm. The Georgia State loss wasn't as bad as the Jacksonville State loss. That's what we're down to now, man. We're down to
1: Yeah, you know. So you gotta pick and choose your battles.
0: Yeah the colorado state the rams latest looks bad on paper social media even the petrograph in colorado's canyons of ancients falling to the sixth uh, falling at home to sixth ranked vandy sixth ranked in the bottom 10 on a last yeah. second field game gave gave coverdors their first win in a dozen games if you lose to
1: vandy you suck yeah yeah, no, it's 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 brutal out there. Um, yeah, and I I do like the UCan instead of UConn there at number one. Uh, oh yeah,
0: yeah. On paper, the uh, number three is the UMass. On paper, the Minute Man looked like they they gave Boston College a fight, losing 45-28, covering up a thirty nine point spread. On paper, we we're looking at. Yeah, you lost by 27 to Boston College, and that's your best game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Number two, acrimonious. Again, the max just bad. And number one, you can't. When Colorado went to, 1 foot- or went to 1A football, I assumed that was going to be a good program. I mean, Colorado yeah, basketball? Yeah, for
1: sure.
0: I mean, UConn basketball? Yeah. All right. So, let's hear the ones you've got. I've got a couple myself. Even though Wendy got a win, I still got them on my list. So. All right.
1: So, I've got I've got three here. Um, first one up, I've got not, Al- not Alabama, just state uh, versus Auburn. 62-0 blowout. Um, that was just atrocious. Uh, nothing more I can say about that one.
0: That was and then,
1: uh Yeah, that was just. It wasn't even a game. Um, then I got Sarah excuse versus Rutgers. Um, there's no excuse to lose to the Rutgers. They're, they're not a good program. They're in the Big Ten for money. Um, yeah, just can't say much else about that one. And then I've got out of no state uh, versus Nevada. 49-10 blowout again. Just pick up your pieces and get on the bus.
0: Robbie Davis, thank you for joining us. Those are good, Shane. Robbie, since we started this show with a complete flop by me reading the wrong <laughs> list, do you got any bottom 10 teams you would like to suggest?
2: Oh, I mean, how is Florida State not on that list? I well, don't understand.
0: I, that's what we, we we think number eight or number five is the combined
1: Tennessee,
2: Ohio State, Florida State, and, and Arizona. Yeah. Oh, okay, I got you. I yeah. got you. That was the top. But, but quarter- no, no. It, as bad as those other performances were, Florida State, they, they stood alone. They need to be on there by themselves. That was yeah. such a bad loss.
1: Totally agree. That was, that was- just – when they looked so good against Notre Dame and we thought they were a real team, they could have actually beat them and been a contender. This year and then complete debacle. Like it wasn't even like a Hail Mary pass. Like it, the guy caught it on like the 12 yard line or something. That, yeah. And, I mean, I mean, the defenders just gave up. Like it, it was unbelievable.
2: I, I think I mentioned this Tuesday. It's like, have none of these coaches ever played Madden? Like, prevent, get everyone back as possible, let them catch Do something. It. Yeah, tackle
1: fundamentals, just like wrap up, tackle, like hit somebody, like the guys were like acting like they got hit hard by blocks, and so, oh, it was just atrocious to watch.
2: Well, thanks for I, having I, me on your first show.
0: Yeah, we were struggling with that first segment. We can't figure out if the Mac played or not this spring.
2: No, so I look, I was googling, so I, so they started uh, November fourth and ended December eighteenth. So it was that, and that was back when like you had like college football, NFL started, college basketball. So they just picked the worst possible time to, hey, let's squeeze in a football season that already very few people care about. And let's put it right in the mix of everything going on in 2020.
0: Oh, I got some teams I'd like to add to the list. I don't care if Bandy did win. It's Vandy. They're one in 13 in their last 13 games. So Colorado State deserves to be on the list. But Vandy may be the worst SEC team I've ever seen. How do you lose to East Tennessee State at home? I mean,
1: mean,
2: how do you do that? That's like us saying, hey, we're going to start a football program and five years later go win an SEC game. It's unbelievable. Yeah. The
0: other one that I thought about that I used to be – a decent program, and I always used to enjoy watching their games because I'd get home late, and the only thing would be on would be West Coast football, and they always had UNLV on, and you would sit down, and they would score 100, and the other team would score 104, and now they haven't won in like a year and a half. How can you lose and be in being Las Vegas to recruit to? Shouldn't, shouldn't you now be a good football program or a basketball program or something? Or do you not want to send
2: your 18 year old to Las Vegas? I mean, name, image, and likeness. I could see a bunch of Caesars, MGM. Uh, hey, uh, I won't, I'm not familiar with the strip clubs out there, so I don't know their names, but I'm sure there are some that would hey, be Tony. to answer some players. The, the, yeah. Can yeah, you see no, the
0: bunny ranch on somebody's arm in yeah. a
2: tattoo? Is
1: yeah, I mean, that, that that's their biggest recruiting tool at, at this point. Um, it's not football or school or education. It's, uh, this is Vegas, baby.
0: My friend Doug Adams' brother played at uh, Western Kentucky. And they went out and played in the UNLV basketball tournament, the Christmas tournament, like all schools do. So Doug was a senior in high school. He jumped on the, The plane, he was being recruited by Western. So they they go with Western Kentucky out to play in the UNLV basketball tournament. And he said his brother scored 13, had two rebounds. And that's not remarkable, but he was stone drunk when he did it in the game. And he was like, they showed up drinking five minutes before tip off and played against UNLV. So that might have been how all those teams were so good back in the day. Is that Youngman how you, that how you play
2: sports? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the silly segment out of the way, which I totally stunk at because I had two lists. Uh, but, Robbie, I did want to get – we're going to change around a little bit. I want to talk about because we teased this on 3R Sports. I want to skip ahead to the segment about USC and that job opening because you teased that you had a prediction – I have a prediction. I think Shane has a prediction. First of all, we don't have Raj here, and I was hinting at it when he was on the show. But to me, USC is in the – we're going down the Tennessee-Florida State rabbit hole. We keep firing coaches that's doing okay and bringing in guys that do worse. Is USC in trouble? Uh, Shane, does that program hold – it was – I looked it up last really – 07. So you're right, Robbie. Fourteen years ago, they were really revel- relevant. So that means the kids are freshmen in high school. Is USC in danger of becoming Florida State or Tennessee
1: or Nebraska? Change? I think. I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, they're they're walking a thin line right now. Um, they're a big time program with big time money. Uh, they can pay somebody, but when you start out and and fire your coach, you know, game one, game two, it's not a good look. Um, I just, if they don't fix it soon and fast, they're going to be pretty irrelevant. And I think the boosters are going to start leaving.
2: Robbie, what, what's your thoughts on it? So, College football is made up – the fan base is made up of people that are from the area and alumni or alumnus. I I get that confused. But USC, it's a private school. It's a a small um, alumnus group, alumni group. There's eight pro teams, eight in L.A. That's a lot of competition for eyeballs, for fan – if you're a celebrity – unless they're in the championship game, you're not going to a USC game. You're going to Lakers, Rams, Chargers, uh, Clippers now even have passed USC. Like, it's a big market, but you are a small fish now in that big market. And if you don't bring entertainment, you you see – I mean, the Coliseum and the Rose Bowl, they're both empty. And so I think, you know, it's not going to have to be a big name it's going to have to be a personality, not a big, per, not a yeah, Nick personality, but like a Bruce Pearl personality or like a PJ Fleck personality that the rah, rah, let's, let's get out. I'll do the, the hard grassroots fan base building kind of mentality to get this program back. Um, Cause I mean, even Nebraska, you look at, they're the only game in town, Knoxville, mm-hmm. Tennessee's the only game in town. Tallahassee, Florida State, so again, at least they have that going for them that that if they build it, people will come. USC, you can build it and people still may not come. One thing about USC, and I did look it up, they have a one billion
0: dollar private endowment, which is is huge. Then I looked up
2: Texas, has 31 billion dollars. And 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 don't that USC endowment is tricky. A lot of that is Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Dre and Steven Spielberg. It's a lot to the movie industry and to the entertainment industry. There's a lot more going on there than it is, say, a Texas or a Alabama or. Right, right. I misspoke. It's 5.7
0: billion at USC. USC. Yeah. 31 billion at Texas. Yeah. But Texas is a public institution. They have to. They have to pretty well disclose what they do. USC is a private institution. I remember when I lived in California, and it was pre-USC going on the Pete Carroll run, uh, late 90s. And I've always said I'm a UCLA fan, but USC then was the number one college team in town. But it wasn't until Pete Carroll got there, it got really energized. I think there's everybody wants to assume it's Luke Fickle. I think James Franklin would walk buck naked from College Station to LA to get that job. That just seems like James Franklin would kill for that job. And he does have a big personality that I think is a problem in College Station.
2: Dan Patrick said that's what his sources were telling him this morning. Really? That there's mutual well, interest, um, in those two.
0: I, I really think, um, I keep saying college station, state college, but I just don't think, I just never have thought that was a good fit with him at Penn state. So I think it's a great job and I think the right coach would win huge there. So I do agree with Raj on that. Um, and I don't think it's urban Myers, So, I'm still going to stick with James Franklin is the guy for the job. Yeah, right, so
1: I, I've, I've got the, um, you know, the Vegas odds on who's the USC coach here. Um, I agree. The top two candidates right now are Franklin and Fickle at plus 450. Uh, I like Fickle over Franklin. I think Franklin is more of a – Personality, um, media, kind of guy. Then, then fickle, Fickle's more hard nosed football. Uh, doesn't give a crap about whatever. So they're both both plus four fifty. Uh, they slid in Urban Meyer at plus five hundred. Um, no chance. That's what he said. But you know, Urban. We've all known him to be not so oh, honestly, truthful. Lord,
0: i got to go my hearts,
1: bad. <laughs> not so truthful with Urban. So, who knows? You know, it could be mid-season. He's calling on uh, USC's door uh, if they haven't found a coach. Uh, Matt Campbell's at 950, plus 950. That's a big jump. See. Yeah, big jump. Um, so, I think that – Obvious too, are are Fickle and Franklin. Uh, Fickle's done a great job. Like, came out of Ohio State, uh, defensive coordinator, just amazing. Um, did well. He was a, our interim coach. Um, then, then moved on to Cincinnati and has obviously done really well there. Uh, Franklin, I think, is more of kind of a gimmick guy. Like, he started at Vanderbilt um, – he did he did well, I guess you can say that for Vanderbilt, but then once he got to the big ten, it, you know he's been competitive occasionally. It just I, I think he lacks in recruiting. I think um, I think he doesn't motivate the players as, as well as some of the other coaches. Uh, but then you got fickle, which was also at a high state. I really like this guy uh, for the USC job. What he's done at Cincy and, and has turned that program around, and I mean they're they're a top ten program now. So that, that's what's pretty. That,
2: what's Cristobal on the odds? Uh, I didn't I didn't get to that
1: far. Okay, <laughs> on the odds, uh, I could probably look it up real quick. But I've got a sleeper pick. And you, you, Tennessee boys, will love this one, T Martin. This is Lane, not happening. Lane Kiffin at plus five thousand. So, if I was a betting man, I wouldn't put it on that. But just saying, it it could be good. You never know. I would
0: take, I would take Lane Kiffin back in a heartbeat in Knoxville.
2: Who'd you not say, Robbie? Uh, Mario Cristobal from. Uh... Oregon. Plus twelve, he's plus twelve hundred. All right. I, I wouldn't mind putting some money on that. He's a good recruiter, coached under saving, which seems to be the requirement for every good job now. Right. Uh, I would uh any chance Dan Mullen is in the mix? You know, he, he hasn't been happy at Florida. Really great coach. I, I'm not uh, sure I, he's a West Coast guy. No, but, he's
1: not even on the list. We got Bob
2: Stoops. Um, so, Stoops is interesting. I've forgotten. We got he, Even
1: Pete Carroll is on the list, too. i would
2: forgotten that Bob Stoops came back to coach the XFL before it. And, and then – Yeah. He yeah. may have the niche. Bob Stoops um, would be a slam dunk hire. I opinion. think Mark Stoops would be a slam dunk hire also. Yeah. yeah. But to, to go uh, – Randall, to go to your point about the fan base in Southern California – I, I, like you, lived in Southern California, lived there for five years. I never heard one person ever say, if I said, what are your plans this weekend or what you do this weekend? I never heard one person say, I went up to the SC game. It just never happened. Like, no one ever – and it's two hours away. No one ever went.
1: Yeah. yeah. Don't I mean, waste your Saturday sad. on that. Yeah.
0: It's a shame. All right. Running late here. Anybody got – Robbie, did you make your
2: pick? Um, I think the athletic director that hired Fickle is going to be too much. I think he's going to go to what's comfortable with him. It was a great hire at Cincinnati. I, I Fickle's been very picky about what jobs he will take. If this one gets offered, you you go. Absolutely, fickle Absolutely. if you will. <laughs> yes, yeah, fickle about his jobs. <laughs> yes, he's been very fickle
0: about his jobs. And and also, I would rate USC, I wrote down a list, and it was the seventh best job in the country. Is that a fair assessment?
2: What are I your think that's low. What, are your,
0: what are your top seven? Uh, I don't have my list in front of me, but Alabama was obviously number one. I had Georgia. In my top five, it wasn't in that order, but yeah. it was, let me go through it. It was Alabama, Ohio State, uh, Georgia. I'm, Georgia, Georgia, Miss Georgia and Michigan were both in their top five and the other top five school was Clemson and then Notre Dame, well, Notre Dame was in my top five. So it would have been Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, Ohio State. Michigan and Notre Dame, better jobs.
2: No Texas.
0: Mm. I, yeah, I probably left Texas out. That's probably right.
2: Texas, I LSU. I think,
0: I, I think that's... Is LSU or Georgia the better job? That was my debate.
2: Um, well, with Georgia Tech down, probably Georgia, but if Georgia Tech is anywhere relevant, LSU has no in-state competition at all.
0: So... Two SEC teams, two Big Ten teams, and one independent.
1: Then USC. Yeah, I, means- I don't. I don't think Notre Dame. I mean, until they join a conference or something, I I think they're at the bottom of the list there, um, personally. That might not would, be no
0: Ohio State hate, is it? No zero Ohio State hate. Um, okay.
1: Oh, you'll see when we get to the, our top 10
2: here. Um, and, Brandon, you like the over in this game? That's ridiculous. Is it
1: already started?
2: Yeah, it's 0-0. Zero, zero. These teams are terrible.
1: <laughs> they are terrible.
2: But I, did, uh, I, plan, I plan on 24 points
1: by Washington. So <laughs> did,
0: did you hear if me? If we that can get... my, my DraftKings single-game lineup, the Washington defense is my captain.
1: Yeah, I'll that's solid. That's solid
2: no I, yeah i don't know um I got eight people. more minutes on here guys and I'm, I'm getting off at 8.45. all
0: right so let's we, we want to save a few minutes at the end for some games we want to watch but I do want to get yeah. to the top 10 and Robbie I would like your part on this the top 10 teams
2: all right so, so this was, this was this was trickier than I thought it was going to be so it was. I well, so easy I wasn't me. if we were going to be – if we were doing playoff style or just the top ten. So, I just ranked them as, I think, the top ten that I've seen, not necessarily based on resume or anything like that. So, okay. I've, got, I've got Alabama, Georgia, even though there they've looked a little shaky. But they've got the best win. Uh, I've got Oregon at three, Oklahoma at four. Iowa at five, and I'm not sure why I have AM at six, but I do. I have Clemson at seven with the best loss, Ohio State at eight, Cincinnati at nine, and Florida at ten. All right, Brandon, I'm going to let you go last. I had Alabama at one,
0: Georgia at two, Iowa at three, Oregon at four, Oklahoma at five, and I remember I picked Oklahoma to win it all. I just don't think Oklahoma has been as impressive as Iowa and Oregon. Uh, Clemson, no, I didn't. Have, I had Cincinnati six. Clemson seven, Ohio State eight, Texas A&M nine, and I put UCLA ten.
2: Okay. I told with UCLA. All right, all right. Ohio
0: State.
1: So I got uh, Bama, one, Georgia, two, Oregon, three, Oklahoma, four. Uh, I pushed them back to four over three because of that uh, slight skid out of Tulane right there that they had 40 to 35. I, I thought that was a, a little sketchy. Um, and then I've got Clemson or, oh, uh, Iowa's five, uh, Clemson six, Cincinnati seven, Texas A and M eight, Penn State nine, and Ohio State ten. Ohio State ten. Until we can fix the defense and what's going on with that, I mean they're struggling right now. So, um,
2: you think uh, Penn State would beat Ohio State right now?
1: Probably not, but I'm just really pissed off at
2: him right now. So uh,
1: I'm, they need to fix this quickly. And and uh, Ryan Day said it, it's a pattern. Um, it's going to be a structural change. And he's not worried about hurting feelings. So he's, he's going to make a change, apparently. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. But it, it is a pattern. If you look back to last year, especially in the, you know, Bama game. Um, We just got beat all over the field on the defense. Linebackers always been a struggle uh, last year, continued this year, and then we could not stop the run, couldn't get push off the the offensive line. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm being conservative here and and putting them at 10 because until they show me something on defense, I mean, they've got a month to prove it. I mean, they've got – like Tulsa and like uh, no names until Maryland in like three weeks, so um, we've got to do something.
2: So hypothetical in Indiana in, in 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 Indianapolis, Alabama versus Ohio State this this weekend. What what's the spread?
1: The spread's probably plus twenty four. Ohio State and I would. I'd probably take Bama. <laughs> yeah.
0: I came up with honestly
2: off the top of my head. I said seventeen. I was thinking mm-hmm. that's seven, 14 to seventeen range right nah. myself.
1: No, nah, we'll we'll get demolished. So uh, look, we've we've got a bunch of freshmen starting, as you know, a lot of other programs. And the problem we got out coached, we got outplayed. Uh, Kerry Combs was a great defensive. Uh, backs coach um, at Ohio State. Before he left, went to Tennessee uh, Titans. Then came back. Now he's the D coordinator. I'm not sure he's the D coordinator. Um, I think We've there's had a lot like, of
0: those at Tennessee.
1: Yeah, I I, I think there's um, you know some homeboy things going on there, and and maybe hopefully Ryan Day he realized he said there you know structural change. Hopefully that includes something in the ranks not necessarily personnel so um yet to be determined but right now if we don't fix that defense we're not even a top 10 team
0: does ohio state uh, there's two questions. i'm going to ask you two questions get go around the horn at the end of the year clemson or ohio state are 11 and one
2: I think it's
1: Clemson. Ohio State.
2: Robbie? If Clemson and Ohio State are both 11 and 1, both ones. No, who
0: actually think. finishes 11 and 1?
2: Ohio State, I think. Oh. You have Penn State ranked ahead of Ohio State. <laughs> um, I don't think there's anybody in the, in the ACC. It's because I'm mad. I don't think anybody <laughs> ACC can beat Clemson. I think they, that I think they, old. I think they, they'll finish eleven and one, but they're not. They, I don't see how they make the playoffs. There's no resume. I don't either. Um, if 11-1. we win the Big
1: Ten championship, we can slide in.
2: Oh yeah, somewhere sure. just like 2014.
1: Look, this hey, is this is out. reminiscent of 2014 where we lost early in the season. And, you know, we come back, we, we slide in that fourth spot, and somehow we won the national championship. Now, I'm not calling a national championship win this year, but it is still possible that we could slide in if we win the Big Ten championship. And
2: it, we got we to gotta clear it, you know. We got to um, run the table. Well, you, you got to figure, Georgia's probably going to lose twice. Both thousands. I was thinking. And then if, if Florida doesn't knock them off, like, I, I, I think I think that if that team gets two in, it's gonna be two from the West. I don't think sure. an East team gets in. Um, I, I, just, I think Alabama. I, I play play. totally agree. And then Alabama's gonna beat Georgia twice, or Georgia, and then whoever plays in the East, they're gonna beat them. And so if a And M can just lose once, I think they're in, and I think Alabama's in. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll leave it at that, guys. I'll let you guys finish out your Thanks show. Thanks for joining us. I enjoyed it. it Y'all up. doing well. Yeah, man. And, uh, well, um, we
0: would do we'd do better if I would read off the list I sent to everybody.
2: Uh, and I'm sure uh we will be in touch on Sunday whenever my team bounces back.
1: Oh, your team's terrible. I'll send you a trade by the way. Take a look at Yeah, that that's
2: me. that's awful. All that's right. a great trade. <laughs> I'll see you later. See ya. Thanks
0: for joining us. <laughs> All right, Shane, we got 15 minutes. We're going to uh, run it a little long. I do want to hit some of these games because this weekend my daughter's in camp. I gave my Tennessee tickets. Look, the balls play Tennessee Tech. I've been going for 40 years. I'm giving myself the weekend off. My daughter is in church camp this weekend. This is one weekend. I have nothing but wall-to-wall football. I want to go through the college games and we'll look at the NFL. Yep. The first game we were going to talk about quickly. I think it's a good game even though Indiana got beat early in the year. Cincinnati is a true test. Indiana is a true test for Cincinnati.
1: For sure. Um Indiana is a sleeper. They uh very underrated um and Cincinnati is is kind of one of those big wild teams right now. I I think Indiana can slide in there they're they're at Indiana and Cincinnati's favored by three um it's gonna be a tough match like I, I, I couldn't call that one you know right off the, I, I think since the he half, wins
0: but I think it's closer a lot closer than people think yeah I I would take I would take I would take the points probably in Indiana I would too the next game on our list, I really don't see this as a game to be watched. It's at 1230. Of course, the first game's at 12, so that's the first game for me off the bat. I'm watching that game. At 230, Notre Dame and Purdue. Uh, I just think this is a bad team versus an okay team.
1: I agree. Um, you look at what Florida State did against Notre Dame. Um, and then, then what happened to Florida State against um, what Jacksonville State? That last, uh, I mean, shouldn't have even been in the game versus Florida State. I thought when Florida State came out against Notre Dame that um, they were legit. Like this was, this was maybe the year that they, you know, step over that hump. Um, and then, you know, you see. Jacksonville State game. And it it was just awful. So I I have my reservations on Notre Dame like as I always do that somehow they always end up in the top 10 or 15 and you know, they don't ever really do much. So
0: I'm kind of with you. I, I don't see me watching this game very much. I'll flip over to it, but it's not I think I stay with Cincinnati, Indiana, as long as it's a close game. But at 3.30, their traditional SEC game of the week, this sounds like a great matchup. Number one, Alabama. Number, at number 11, Florida. I think Alabama uh, blows them out.
1: Yeah, so Bama's favored, what, 14 and a half here. Yes, um, it, on the it road. Is, it is in the Swamp. Um I just I don't see them I think they cover. I don't I don't know if it's it's quite the blowout, maybe just because it's the swamp and you know you've got a, a young quarterback in Alabama, but who knows? We've seen Saban before, like this guy's a genius. Like he just just rips people apart and Um, I mean, he drinks coffee and eats two Debbie cakes in the morning. Like this, he's, you know, you can't beat that guy. So
0: So I'm going to go ahead and give you the next two weeks scenario. Florida gets blown out with Emory Jones at quarterback. Uh, I was about to say that stat, Robbie. 0-10 versus Saban. Florida, Emory Jones looks horrible, plays two quarters, and finally, Dead Mullen realizes his best quarterback is Anthony Richardson on the bench, who, to me, looks like a star in the making. Anthony Richardson came in in the second half, plays good, keeps the game, you know, it's a blowout, but scores a couple of times. Then next week, when Tennessee goes to the swamp, Anthony Richards has 300 yards passing, 100 yards on the ground, and looks like an All-American <laughs> That's the Tennessee storyline <laughs> that plays out.
1: Oh, oh that, that could be so true, you know, that unfortunately. It's going to play out. I'm <laughs> telling you right now.
0: <laughs> Just, Two weeks from now, people will be saying, why did uh, you play Anthony Richards after his 300-yard effort against Tennessee? Uh, game. Not... I do want to see this game because I'm interested in what both teams have. Number 22, Auburn. At number 10, Penn State. SEC versus Big Ten. In a wideout, which I, I know yep. that gets old and everybody's done it now. But Penn State does it really good. That stadium they looks do. like a snowstorm.
1: They do. We, we have been in several of the whiteouts.
0: I am interested in this game, and I don't have a good feel for this game.
1: So Penn State's favored five and a half. Um, it's at Penn State. Um, Auburn has looked good, but they've played nobody. Uh, I don't think Penn State's really played anybody either um it's it's going to be interesting to see what james franklin can do here uh against you know uh, what seems to be a fiery auburn team right now uh, so i'm very very interested in that
0: i think that's my um that's we just covered my schedule i think because i can't go 14 hours of football you people that can more power to you you drink, I don't drink, so it gets, after a while, it gets to me. I'm not a big TV guy, and I've I've made people mad on our group text, but going, I can't watch games at home. I am this weekend just because I haven't seen a lot of football, but I think I go, I think I go with that Cincinnati game early just because I'm interested in Cincinnati. Then I catch what I watch, probably a half of Alabama and Florida, but I think I'm glued to my TV for that Auburn uh a Penn state game. I think that's a good football game. I think and so. That's one. You order a pizza in, get you a couple of cold Coca-Cola's and, uh, and, and, and sit back.
1: I've got another interesting one, which is uh Michigan state versus Miami. Um, I think that's going to be uh, a pretty, pretty close game. I think Miami's at home favored by six, but, um, Michigan State, like I underrated them this year. They're the games or highlights that I've watched. They, they look pretty solid um, on My both boy sides Rich of the ball.
0: Uh, Rich from Speakeasy 330 has been talking up Michigan State since game one. And I've gotten three texts about, Hey, what do you know about this transfer from Wake Forest? I knew little about him, but they. Uh, Mel Tucker went out, got in a portal, and found some football players. I like Michigan State laying the points.
1: I uh, do too. Uh, I, I do uh, plus six Michigan State. Like I feel really good about that for sure.
0: I feel that's that. If that's probably my bet, by the way. Uh, Daniel Jones with a running touchdown, seven nothing, seven nothing. The Giants lead. Shows you how much of experts we are. It's early. Uh, Tennessee is at uh, home at Tennessee Tech. The most exciting thing about that to me is my friend's daughter is a cheerleader at Tennessee Tech. And I'm sure um, they're super excited. And I know I'm going to run long, but I I did something I'm really proud of. Now, I'm not patting myself on the black back. I'm going to challenge other people to do this. I did not care that much about this game this weekend. I told you at my daughter's at camp. Find somebody that's never been to a big time college football and turn them onto a ticket. That's a good way to feel good about yourself. Yeah, I got a buddy going to Knoxville for the first time. He's super excited, and uh, I, I need to do that more often. I've let tickets sit on my my counter and not gave them away for games when you know I'm blessed to have them. Just like you are with Titans tickets, and sometimes, you know, if it's a game you don't want, if it's a stinker, find somebody, let them go.
1: Yeah, well, and just getting people involved, like you said, people never been there, get excited about it. Like, it it's such a great atmosphere. Just just football in general, whether it be college, NFL, uh, go and watch the games, be there live, see that atmosphere, and yeah, you know, just. Especially someone new to it, just go to a really good game that you're not a fan of either team, and just watch a good football game. Like, I used
0: to do it. I used to do it all the time. I've, I've, you know, us being dads now, you don't have the free time. But I, I, sure. drove, I used to drive down to Atlanta to watch Georgia Tech play in a big ACC
1: game. Oh, no, I would it, go to the Egg Bowl. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, Old Miss, Mississippi State, like in the Grove, like the had no care in the world about who wins. Just such a great football game.
0: It uh that's legit by the way down there at the Grove. I've been it is. That is legit. And hey, you single guys, I don't know who has the best looking girls on campus, but Ole Miss is in the contest. I'll put it that way.
1: They're pretty up there.
0: All right, let's run through the NFL real fast. You got time. We're going around a little long, but it's yeah, the first yeah. show and I screwed up. Nobody cares. Hey, no, for we're the 33 all good. people watching right now, thank you for watching us. This is Brandon Chain. I'm Randall Cunningham. This is Stretch the Chain. It's going to be every Thursday night. It truly is just us talking about the same thing we talked to on
1: text. Right. Uh, but just dudes being dudes talking about Dudes football. being
0: dudes. Uh, I'm sure you have a nice bourbon in hand.
1: Uh, well, I'm a little empty, but I'll wait till we close.
0: Okay. well what, what are you drinking tonight, though?
1: I was drinking a smoke wagon, unfiltered. So, it's good that, stuff.
0: I've heard. I've heard good. Of, of course, Monster Energy White.
1: Oh, zero sugar. Zero not, sugar,
0: man. It's
1: better than coffee in the morning. That's perfect.
0: It is. All right. Of course, we got the Giants and uh, Redskins going. Or, excuse me, Giants and the football team going now.
1: Right. Starting Washington.
0: Sunday, our boy Raj Metas, Las Vegas Raiders and the pittsburgh steelers Steelers.
1: oh no All does right. that
0: not feel like 1970s right there
1: it does it, it feels old school um uh steelers it's at at the steelers pittsburgh uh, minus six steelers i think it's going to be a little tighter than that um but i don't know ben you know, he's he's getting old, but he actually looked pretty good the first game. Um, big. Both he's got a lot. Of, yeah, big wins, right? And and Ben's got a lot of weapons around him. He's just uh, an old-school vet. If he can uh, hang in the pocket, I, I don't know if I necessarily like the points. Minus six, but I think Steelers win.
0: I think Steelers went too, and I think they cover that six. I think the Raiders coming back off of a short week, West Coast to East Coast travel, that spells trouble to me. A big victory, too. So, it just spells a a, a catch-off for me. Uh, The 49ers, who I thought offensively looked great, uh, did not see as much of Trey Lance as I thought, to the Philadelphia Eagles, and I thought the Eagles looked great against the Falcons. As bad as the Falcons and the Titans Look is as good as the Eagles and the Cardinals did look. I'm 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 a toss up on this game right now, Shane.
1: I know is is Jay hurts for real? Like that's the question right now. Um, I don't know, and you know, 49ers their injury with Mostart. What he played two plays and tore his ACL. Uh, Classic uh, Mostart, but. It's um, I'm perplexed on this one for sure. Uh, I I'm gonna reserve any bets on this for sure because I don't know how good Jalen Hurts is. If that was like a one-off uh, continuation of last your, year, your, your head
0: exactly where mine is.
1: Yeah, I,
0: so. I'm gonna take the, I'm gonna take the Niners if I'm gonna pick it, but I ain't touching it with a ten foot pole.
1: I'm, I'm the Texans
0: away. Texans and the Browns. Uh two teams that started the exact opposite. And uh the Texans, I picked them to be 0 and seventeen. So that shows you what I know about football. And the Browns again against the Chiefs. So Yeah. Uh what's the line on that one?
1: Um I don't have that line.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, if you're just
0: picking a winner, you're taking the Browns. If I'm
1: if I'm picking a winner, yeah, it's for sure the Browns. The Texans somehow managed to beat Jacksonville last week, which was a fluke to everyone. Um, Trevor Lawrence, would he have two or three interceptions? He's so turnovers were – yeah, turnovers were a big factor there. Uh, you know, it's, it's a rookie quarterback. He, you know, doesn't see the the baiting that gets done in the secondary um, like he did – or lack of in in college so i get that i think he i think trevor lawrence is going to be fine um moving on uh uh-huh. now Who knows? probably uh, said the
0: falcons fans should never say a team choked uh apropos <laughs> hey at least we've been to a super bowl yeah. the browns has not to,
1: to that's that's true that's true um
0: all right uh the jaguars the Jaguars actually host the Broncos. They can't be uh, as bad as they were last week, can they?
1: I don't think so. I think it's Broncos all day, though. I mean, uh, I think uh, Urban and Trevor are still trying to get into their element, whatever that is. Uh, Urban, hell, he might be getting an offer to USC right now, so who knows? Uh <laughs> There's so no
0: chance. What I, what I truly care about in this game, as a Tennessee fan, is Trevor Lawrence needs to play every snap so he can throw an extra pick or two. Peyton Manning's rookie record is 29. He threw three the first weekend. We're down to 26 more, and that thing's broke. Trevor Lawrence 27 inter. He breaks 30 interceptions as a rookie. How did Jameis Winston not throw 30 interceptions as a rookie?
1: Um I don't know, but his previous season was 30 interceptions, 33 interceptions, 30 touchdowns, yeah. or something like that. So our boy Lenny called him the NFL MVP, I think. But look at him now. Like he's balling out. Like he is. He didn't even make 150 yards and had five touchdowns. Well, what speaking of that,
0: that we're, just, we're just rolling into the game straight away. The Saints at the Panthers in the divisional game.
1: Oh, that's a big one. That's a big one for sure. Um, I got Saints on this one. Like, I, I believe in what they're doing right now. I mean, their defense is solid, um, sporadically running the ball, I guess. Um, but it's just been about defense turnovers in the first game. So, I look for that to continue and – um, smother the Panthers.
0: The Rams and the Colts, two new quarterbacks. Uh, Matthew Stafford plays Carson Wentz.
1: It's not even close. Uh, Rams all day. Like, I think the Rams, Rams are one of the teams that can compete with the Bucks. Yeah. S- Stafford is, um, he's like a kid on Christmas morning. Like this guy is, he's got so many weapons around him. Um, he is just loving life right now. Like, he can't go wrong. Um, and it, it, my twin, McVay, is going to kill it on the offense. The next
0: game, I think I think the Bills has got to get healthy. The Buffalo Bills to the Miami Dolphins. I really like the Bills at this point. I don't think they lay two eggs in a row.
1: Absolutely not. That was a fluke a uh, little bit on the Bills. It's kind of like the Titans – kind of get punched in the mouth right out the gate. Um, just see what you're made of. There's no way they're losing this game.
0: Rookie quarterbacks face each other as the Patriots go to the New York Jets. I liked – I think both Mac Jones and Zach Wilson played to the level I thought they would. I think Mac Jones is a little more protected in in, in, in his position in New England but I watched a few throws. Zach Wilson looked good. Give me, give me, give me the Patriots to win it, but closer than most people think.
1: No, I totally agree with you. Um, Patriots to win it just because of their schematics with Bilichek in the back. Uh, when he's at the helm, it, it's, it's hard to compete. Um, he can take a bunch of free agent signings and turn them into superstars. So, absolutely. Uh, and the Jets, you know, I believe in Wilson. He's, he, I think he'll bode well in the NFL, but I don't think it's his game.
0: Bengals at the Bears. I'm going to take the Bears, but I like Joe Burrow, and I don't know if Andy Dalton can get it done. I, I usually pick better quarterbacks, but I know I'm picking. I just think the Bears are a more complete team at this
1: point. I mean, this is a toss-up for me. Um, I agree. Burrow, obviously, he's starting and has been there. Um, but you saw what they did last week. They're starting to implicate fields in there. I mean, especially down t- towards the goal line, like he's making plays like it. It's not far-fetched if this game gets out of hand and and Fields steps in. uh, I don't see the Bears not coming back and pulling something off here.
0: So, uh, a little advice. My buddies over at the Off the Center card show. I have been buying every Justin Fields card I can get my hands on. I think it's a great situation for him. I think he wins the job soon. I think as long as Andy Dalton holds the job, it holds the value of his cards down. So I've been throwing a few uh, dollar rupees out Justin Fields' way. Um, yeah, I, I really think that's a smart play. And all right, on to the next game. I made two bet your nuts picks, Brandon, and I, one of them was the Bills. The other one, the Falcons catching fourteen against the Bucks. Obviously, the Bucks wins the game, but I took the fourteen points in the Falcons. Robbie said I was a loser because I was still. He at first he asked me if I was still on cocaine, and then he called me a loser. So, who do you like, and are you betting on the game?
1: For which game?
0: Uh, Falcons and Bucks.
1: Falcons and Bucks. Oh yeah. So, I'm sorry, Randall. It's. It's the Bucks all day, like.
0: It's the Bucks. I agree, but that fourteen points—does that not tempt you?
1: No, give me (laughs) if if they were at seventeen or twenty-seven, like I would take the Bucks. Like it, it's going to be. It's not pretty. Tune in next
0: week when I'm bragging about cashing that bet. I
1: I hope you are, but.
0: A game I'm very interested in. It could be a game that I actually watch because I'm not crazy about the 430 slate. I take it back. I see the game I watch next. The Vikings and the Cardinals. Uh, I think the Cardinals all day at home.
1: 100%. I was there at the Titans game versus the Cardinals. We got punched in the mouth. Those guys looked legit. They looked like – a Super Bowl contender team. Um, I mean, just defensive line uh, just dominated. And then Kyler Murray, who is Houdini, um, his predecessor, obviously uh, Russell Wilson, just unbelievable play. Like, just – it was – it was awesome and embarrassing at the same time. Like, I appreciated how awesome they played and, and what they did. But I was, you know, rooting for the Titans, obviously. So, it was, it was hard to watch.
0: Well, and to go there, early in the year, one of the Nashville writers wrote a story that said, the Titans opened up with Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson. That's trouble for that defense. And this week, the Titans travel to... Seattle cross country, get a, a, I think a team, I think a Seahawks team that has been under appreciated.
1: I think it's one of the better Seahawks teams put together in the last probably eight, 10 years. Like it's, I love their, I love this. Seahawks team is, is legit, man. Like they are, you know, they're going to do some big things in the NFL. So, I'm going to
0: shock you by saying I'm going to take the Seahawks to win the game, but I do like catch. I don't think the Titans embarrass themselves twice in a row. I like the Titans catching points on the road.
1: I hope so. Um, I just, again, like, until they prove me wrong, like, I'm not going to do it. Same with Ohio State with, you know, their defense. Like, I ranked them at 10 in my AP poll because – until they prove me wrong, like, their defense is atrocious. Like, they can't – got to fix it. Until you prove that you can fix it and move on and beat a good team, then, like, you're not going to get my vote.
0: I'm going to watch that game, one, because I don't think the Titans are as bad as we think they are. And, two, my two favorite player, non-Falcon players in the NFL – my three favorite players, so because I'm going to include a Titan, is uh Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, and Derrick Henry. That's the guys I like to watch play, True. and I also love Tyler Taylor Lawan Taylor because he has maybe the better, greatest podcast. If you ain't watched Bussin with
1: the Boys, uh-huh. Taylor is for real. Yeah, he's a great podcaster, but not a great left last week. Look what he did for us last week, you know. That's the problem. Like, shut your mouth and play football. That's your first job. He's got a lot going in life. He does. And I'm fine with that as long as you produce on the field. Like, until – like, when you come out off an injury and you're, you know, busting with the boys and, like, doing all this other extracurricular activities or whatever and and not getting your job done, like, what you're paid to do, like –
0: I have a and problem a, with that. A leaked player
1: just recently. Yeah.
0: Taylor- like
1: <laughs> he was the highest paid left tackle in the NFL when he got a starting. So, two years ago. Yeah. Okay.
0: Into the the primetime games, the Cowboys play the Chargers. I think Love the nation this. get to see Justin Herbert really for the first time. Yeah. Um, I think this is a good football game, but give me the Cowboys for the win.
1: You know, like the Cowboys? Uh, the Chargers are giving up three and a half here. They're at home. Um, I kind of I'm with you, Randall, on this. Like, I think they played Tampa Bay super great. Uh, like, that was one of the best games. Like, especially coming back for Dak. Um, yep. Off the off the cuff and just like, is he for real or is he fake? And and he really really showed out. I. I actually have the Cowboys. If I was a bet man, I would take the points with the Cowboys all day. Me too. Um, I don't think it's my fantasy
0: team quarterback. Two weeks in a row is probably going to lose, but he's going to put up a ton of points for me again. As the Chiefs go to the Ravens, my gut tells me in every way you pick the Chiefs, but every time I doubt the Ravens, they pull something off. I'm scared of this game. I think it's a real fun game to watch. Uh, give, 100%. Give me, give me the Chiefs, but don't be shocked if we're sitting here talking about the Ravens got it done.
1: It's, it's so hard to go against the Chiefs. They're three-and-a-half favorites. It's at Baltimore. Um, that's such a tough game, and especially, you know, Baltimore coming off that loss. Uh Chiefs doing what they do. What Mahomes said. Sometimes it'd be like that. He's got Kelsey or Tyreek down in the field. He just throws it up. Sometimes it'd be like that. <laughs> like, I mean, they're they're on another level. Um, but you got to look at the the Baltimore offense. I mean, they're they're struggling. They're injury prone right now. Well, injury ridden. Down.
0: They got all these targets for Lamar, but the problem was their whole backfield got injured. Yeah. And I really expect I, – I expect this week late Latavius Murray takes that job. And I expect Latavius Murray will be the number one back in Baltimore. So yeah, I don't nice.
1: disagree with you. But um, I think it's still going to be a process. And, and to come in in the middle of this transition and face, um, you know, That's former – Jesus. The Chiefs, man, like, you're going to get blown. Like, you're not even going to know what's happening and you're down 21 nothing. Like, I, Chiefs all day. Like, I don't think it's a question.
0: The next game makes me question the NFL scheduler makers because I know the Packers and Lions – in the years before I was born. Where it's Thanksgiving the- Day, right? Yeah, put that on Thanksgiving when I'm laying on the clock. Clap- right. And Packers, lines Monday night. The only sto- the, the story, the storyline of this game. I don't know what the prop will be. I figure it'll be somewhere around hmm. 300 yards. I am going to absolutely play Aaron Rodgers props. There is no way. He lays another egg. And I know he kind of deserved what happened to him in New Orleans or in Jacksonville with New Orleans. I I mean, let's face it. Aaron Rodgers, I already said he's my favorite player in the NFL. But he he had a bad look this offseason. For sure. Give me the Packers to win and the Packers to get healthy. And all you folks that drafted Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones, who I think could be in trouble and all those guys, they get right, play everybody in your team, play the lines, 51, 38, something ridiculous. Uh, good game to watch, but I mean, not on Monday night football.
1: I, I totally agree. I think Rogers and the Packers bounce back for sure. Um, Rogers has never like laid an egg that big and twice in a row in his career. So I I look for him to have a little bit of vengeance here. Um, Maybe not necessarily a high rushing uh, game for Aaron Jones, but I see a lot of um, deviation or spreading the ball out for, for the uh, receivers. And I agree something high, like 50 something to thirties. So
0: the one o'clock games, are the four o'clock games for the local area are really crowded because generally we don't have the Falcons and the Titans both playing in that four o'clock slot. Uh,
2: right.
0: I, and then I also want to see, I want to see that chargers game. I could really see me breaking uh, the, the pitcher in the pitcher and the four way split so that I could watch four games at four 30 one o'clock. Yeah. I think I'm pretty vested in this 49ers-Eagles game. Um, yeah. I really want to see that.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, I want to see what happens um, to the 49ers if, if they can pull it off and if Jalen Hurts is for real. All right,
0: Brendan. We went a little long, but, you know. Man,
1: you know, it's It fun. is what
0: it is. It's so, fun. It's fun. And, and join us every Thursday night. We're going to do this. Brendan and I made up our mind not to be as serious sometimes as other folks. You know, that other show's got two lawyers on it. Two. 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 And we wonder why we go four hours sometimes.
1: They like to hear themselves talk.
0: They do, and don't want to hear me talk. You know, I feel like (laughs) Judge Judy some days. But um, we'll be back next week. Uh, Anything you want to close out with, Jane?
1: Man... Just a great first show, I think. I think uh, after, after we're I setting the a president. Yeah, yeah. I I was trying to kind of coddle that and not not really now let you that out until me out for that shit. Call me yeah, out. Yeah, till till it got out of hand. I was like, now we're not even looking at the same. Yeah, <laughs> like maybe I missed one or two, but no, yeah. man, it's fun. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, new show here. Uh, just yeah, couldn't be happier. Uh, to be a part of it. So thank you.
0: So uh, we're going to have uh, our plans are appreciate you coming too, chain. Uh, of course, we used to have a Thursday night show. It was more baseball, but you know, we're just going to bring a rotating cast of our dummy friends. in. Um, I think next week, we're going to have one of my buds from off the record. Uh, with Randall, uh, how he's going to drop by. Maybe we'll set up another guest to drop by. I like the guests dropping by those fresh yeah. opinions. Roger owes us. Roger's supposed to be here. So he owes us an appearance. Of uh, course. He no had sense. a
1: 720 t-, t ball game or something. So. All right,
0: some things take pro, pro- uh, things, t- some things are more important. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, uh, Geoff, uh, our buddy Jeff Miller has a show put together with uh, Philip Dye, who's a radio guy out of Nashville, and his friend Arden Scruggins where they, they, they both cheated in the fantasy draft, where the two people drafted one team. Next year, I'm bringing Matthew Berry with me. That's just my buddy hanging out. But uh, they have a show on Sunday. Chain. Uh, it's called Victory Formation. Those guys get real serious about DFS. They throw stuff out that I don't even know.
1: All right. Be I interested on that one, for sure.
0: So, uh... We'll definitely, uh, definitely be back next week. And next week, we'll see who pops up. But join us again for Stretch the Chains. And I appreciate everybody. And good night. God
2: bless. See you see down you the road.